Good morning, everyone. Um, Chris, I'm a compulsive overeater. I know most of you, and I'm really grateful to be speaking today. I was uh, telling Cynthia earlier, um, she asked me at the last minute because her, her other speaker had canceled. And I'm so happy that she did because I, I was at a meeting on Thursday night and um, we were reading step one. And I found myself to be really bored and impatient. And it really wasn't sort of towards the end of when people were sharing that I felt more engaged in the topic. And thinking about that afterwards, I thought, hmm, what's going on there? Why am I so disconnected with step one? So I'm really happy to have this opportunity, as Cynthia said, to kind of reset my January with this, um, talking about my experience with step one. Um, so I know from seeing everyone here, no one's a newcomer. So um, I won't sort of make the little statement I usually make to newcomers. Um, but uh, before I get started on step one, I just wanted to say that um, I've been in OA for, it'll be 21 years in March and um, yeah, a long time. Uh, and uh, I've right now for the past maybe eight years, I've been uh, maintaining about a 25 to 30 pound weight loss. I haven't had maybe a five to 10 pound fluctuation um, and that I have experienced three, relapses during my time in OA. Fortunately, I haven't, I haven't had one in about the last 10 years, but um, earlier years, I did have three relapses. Um, so step one, um, just, just to re read it again, we admitted we were powerless over food, but our lives had become unmanageable and the spiritual principle is honesty. Um, when I came into OA, I came in at four, I was 48 and um, I had been in another 12-step program previously. I'd gone for about five years. Uh, when I came in, um, honestly, I, I came in for the, the sanity rather than the vanity, even though I was 35 or 40 pounds overweight. Um, I knew my, I was really unhappy in my life. And um, uh, I knew that I was happy during the times that I was in the other 12-step you know, program. So I came in attracted by the 12 steps. And it was only after I came in that I realized that I really was in it for the vanity. Um, it, it, in terms of taking step one, I came in and the first nine months I used OA like a diet club. Um, I went to meetings and I never opened my mouth. And I was the last one in, first one out and um, basically got a food plan and followed the food plan. And I lost like 35 pounds in nine months. And, um, the winter holidays came around. I stopped going to meetings for about six, I'm not sure how long, six or eight weeks maybe, and chucked the food plan and gained 30 of, 30 of the 35 pounds I had um, lost back, back on. And um, so I came back to OA, but I feel like some people say, you know, they've taken step one just by the fact that they've come in the rooms. They've admitted they're powerless over food. But I don't feel that was the case with me because I, because it took me so long to kind of get, get it, get started. Like um, it took me, I was, it was two years after I came back that time. It's still, if that wasn't like an indicator that I was powerless over food that I could lose it and gain it so quickly, um, it, it didn't tell me. It took me another year to get a sponsor. And um, I don't really feel that I took step one till I started working with, with the sponsor. So that, um, 
I always say I would, I'm special ed in a way. It just took me a long time to get everything, to get the steps to go through them. Um, so two years in, I felt like I finally admitted I was powerless over food uh, when I started working with my first sponsor. And um, for me, um, uh, doing the food and weight history is really when, when kind of the light bulb went out about my whole, it didn't go out, it came on. Um, about my history with food and, and many years later working the steps repeatedly also saw in step one, uh, body just the body dysmorphia that I experienced when, um, which I really wasn't aware of till I'd been in OA for a number of years. Um, but the food and weight history um, helped me see that I was powerless over food and, um, and all of the relapses that I've had since then, you know, repeatedly working the steps were also indicators to me, you know, like big neon flashing sign, you know, that I'm powerless over food that I, because each of the relapses I have, I have had, I always gained at least 25 to 30 pounds back in a short period of time, just by not working with this. Each of them was when I stopped working with a sponsor. So um, yeah, I'm definitely powerless over food. And um, the unmanageability part of it. I, I, I tried to, before when I was thinking about this, I tried to go through all the various notebooks that I have from different times of going through the steps to see how my step one changed over the years. And I, I, I have them buried somewhere. I couldn't find, I couldn't find the 12 step workbook that I did, the work that I did on step one. I couldn't find um, the early writing that I did with my first sponsor, but the, you know, the food and weight history always really stood out for me as a, a turning point in terms of me accepting that I am a compulsive overeater and that I need, need to, um, to be here. Um, the uh, unmanageability part, thinking back, working with that um, sponsor, excuse me, I just got a low battery message. That's a plug me. Okay. Um, the, there. Uh, unmanageability of my life. I just remember those early phone calls with my sponsor where I felt like I spent the whole time, if I, if I would meet her in person once a week to talk about the writing that I'd done. Um, and then three phone calls a week and that I spent the whole time complaining about my husband and my daughter and then my family of origin. I mean, that was like my whole, I feel like the whole first year, that's all I did. And to, you know, looking back on it, it just reveals to me like how unmanageable my life was that I didn't know how to deal with the people that I live with. Um, so, you know, I just didn't learn this stuff when I was a kid. All the relationship, relationships have always been, human relationships have always been diffi difficult for me. I spent my, I felt like a constant teenager, even in my adult life, like I didn't, I didn't know how to relate to people who's, I never knew if somebody was my friend or not. You know, it was just, um, I just uh, really suffered tremendously with that and, and went to great lengths to keep people to be my friends because I was so insecure and unsure of how to relate with other people. And that's a, a big part of where my food, my eating disorder showed up was in social situations where there was food. I mean, I used food to cope with my uneasiness being around other people. You know, there was Chris always hanging out at the food table at parties and I would just stand there and eat in order to get sort of get my, I wanted to be there, but at the same time, I didn't really know how to be there and be comfortable. So, um, 
So definitely feeling, um, uh, again, it took me just a while to get that my life really was unmanageable. And um, uh, I took a long time going through the steps. For, I guess each time I've done them, I've taken a while to go through them. The first time, you know, I don't think I got to my fourth step till I was, I was in for years before I got to my fourth step. And um, so, so, um, and I have spent years taking the, you know, frequently taking the first step after being in getting it that I needed to admit that I was powerless over food. A lot of, time, you know, every day, you know, trying to connect with my higher power was, to me was kind of an indirect way of saying, I, I am powerless over food and I need your help in order to get, to get through this day. Um, these days, I feel, I feel food doesn't have the power over me that it had, um, even, even like five or some years ago. And part of it has to do with my food plan. I mean, that was part of, part of step one was developing a food plan with my sponsor and the definition of my abstinence. And so just about the food plan and feeling like food doesn't have the same power over me that it once did. It's still there. I have to be aware of it, but it just doesn't haunt me. It doesn't, I don't know. I'm not afraid of it. What, like I was at one time. I, and I attribute that to um, finally find there were certain foods that I still had in my plan, which still gave me trouble. And I was able to let go of them a couple of years ago. And that has really made a big difference that food just is, is just very quiet. And it's just something I, I have three times a day to help give me energy and keep me functioning. And it's not, it's not this, it's not exciting. Like, it, like it was even for years in programmers, there were still certain foods that were exciting to me. And um, the other thing about step one that I remember so clear was developing a um, definition, definition of abstinence, which has also changed for me uh, multiple times over the years. Uh, five minutes left, okay. Um, and I now also feel like real, just really serene with and feel like my definition of abstinence works for me. And the big turning point, it's kind of interesting, the big turning point for me was finally getting one of the, I think it's one of the traditions, I can't remember which one it is, that they take no, there's no position taken on sugar. You know, that was like, for me, that was all for years and years, my, uh, my definition of abstinence was my food plan. And, and it had to do with not having sugar. And um, I, I don't allow these today, I don't allow sugar in my food plan at all, but my definition of abstinence, the food plan is only part of my definition of abstinence. It, it is, my, I'm abstinent when I'm using most of the tools every day and uh, uh, maintaining a healthy body weight. And, uh, um, I remember when I told my last sponsor that she was like, are you sure you want to have your definition of absence include maintaining a healthy body weight? And I said, yeah, I am sure of it because I feel like my weight is, a, is an outward indicator of what's going on inside. And if I'm not spiritually fit, it's going to show up in my food and it's going to show up on my body. So as long as I'm in a range that's my doctor says it's healthy for me, then and, um, and, and taking all, most of the tools every day and, and practicing, continuing to practice the steps, I feel that I'm abstinent and I am abstinent today. 
so uh, those to me are all big part of step one and you know the continuing practices of step one. Um, yeah, I think that's all I'm going to say. Thank you very much for inviting me today. I'm very grateful. Thank you. Thank you, Chris.